such a good boy, Carl. Ooh, yes, I love you. Such a good boy. Yeah. Oh. You ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? ready? Choretti areti. Okay, so we're doing it again. We're doing it again. Sarah's taking over Brandy. Honestly, the reason why is more of a scheduling conflict for me than it is for her. Because on Sunday, I'm taking the red eye to Orlando. To the land of Orlando. Cubic of Mormon. Do you remember that song? Oh, yeah. Orlando, Orlando, I love you, Orlando. That's not my favorite song from that musical, though. Yeah, but it is a song called Orlando. What's the best one on that? Do you like Hasadega Ibawai? Should we play that? <laughs> and it's my favorite because the that musical is irreverent, and that is the most irreverent song in a very irreverent musical. It is a very controversial musical. I remember when I saw it for the first time, senior citizen couples were leaving the theater during that song. Really? They couldn't oh, handle yeah. it? Couldn't take it. Couldn't take the heat? Well, if you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen, Grandma. That's right. Our hands to the sky and say, Hasadiga Ibowai. Hasadiga Ibowai? It's the only way to get through all these troubled times. There's war, yeah. poverty, yeah. famine. But having a saying makes it all seem better. There isn't enough food to eat. Hasadiga Ibowai. People are starving in the street. Hasadiga Ibowai. Pretty neat. Does it mean no worries for the rest of our days? Kind of. We've had no rain in several days. Hasadiga And 80% of us have AIDS. Hasadiga Many young girls here get circumcised. The clits get cut right off. Well. And with that, I'm going to stop that song and <laughs> uh, rethink. I don't know how I'm going to maybe cut that part before we get to the <laughs> female circumcision portion of it is that um josh gad is like the original yeah josh gad andrew reynolds michael potts who sings the song hasadiga ibawai he uh and i did a little musical on broadway called gray gardens oh really yeah he originated the that role in Book of Mormon, and he is a lovely man. That man went to Columbia and Yale. Man. What? Very, very smart man. Very uh, talented, too. He was in the, um, Mulroney's Black Bottom. That was a good movie. It was a great film. Didn't love how it ended. Well. Anyways, Book of Mormon, one of my favorite things. After hearing it again, I can realize <laughs> I, I understand why some like some gray hairs had to get out of there. Yeah, you know. But hey, man, you know if you can't handle the truth, can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. Get out of the kitchen, anyways. So I'm going to Orlando <laughs> uh, to do press for this LPGA golf event that I'm doing next year in January. I'm going to be gone, and then when we fly back, and then I fly back on Tuesday, and then on Tuesday, we take a COVID test, and then we go to the People's Choice Awards. Yeah. And then we're probably going to be there all night, and then it'll be Wednesday. And so there is no time, really, for me to record this with Brandy. So Sarah is filling in again, but this is not on Brandy. 
she's horse showing, so she couldn't do it like this weekend. So it's just, just easier to do it this way. Yeah, easy. And we love having you on. Thank you. I love being on. It's Pe- fun. People love when you come on the show. So, well, that's nice to hear. Yeah. So last night we did our house decoration. Our yes, our tree decorations. Trees. Trees. Yeah. I decorated the house last week. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And then people came over and did the exterior. Exterior, yeah. Yes. But I decorate the inside all by myself. Yes. And you did a great job. Thank you. But then last night we did the trees. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying this plural because we are a household of multiple trees. I love Christmas. You do love Christmas. You're in a very good mood last night. I you, was very happy. Yeah, I feel like today your serotonin levels are a little depleted because you ex, ex, like shit out a lot of them last night. Yeah, I did. I'm a Christmas guy. I love Christmas a lot. Is it your favorite holiday? I think Christmas is my favorite holiday. Yeah? Yeah. Here's the thing. We were talking about this a couple weeks ago because mm-hmm. I love Thanksgiving and yeah. I hate when people skip straight from Halloween, more specifically Target, you know, big box stores, box stores and yeah. stuff like that. When they go straight from Halloween to Christmas, because I'm like, y'all, Thanksgiving is a holiday and Thanksgiving is not my favorite holiday purely from the uh, historical basis of it. But I am a Thanksgiving baby. So, you know, maybe there's some like a uh, part of me like in the back of my head where it's like, well, if you don't care about Thanksgiving, you don't care about me because oh yeah, it's my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> is Thanksgiving more of your favorite holiday or Christmas? No, Christmas is more of a favorite yeah. holiday of mine. I so, don't like it when people skip Thanksgiving, but yeah. I I love Christmas more than Thanksgiving because it's the same food essentially. It is. But with presents yeah. and better films and yeah. better music yeah. and better decorations. Yeah. It's just all around better. Yeah, I agree. But I'm not a Christmas tree up for Thanksgiving chick. Fair enough. You know. So we have three Christmas trees and I didn't come from I didn't come from a a, a multiple tree household. I didn't either. So give us the background, the genesis if you will, mm-hmm. of why we have three Christmas trees. Okay. Well, one the the food tree the one Christmas tree that is in our dining room, decorated yeah. with a bunch of food ornaments. Yeah. That was my first Christmas tree. I have artificial trees because I feel like it's better. It's easier. You just like use it, recycle. Also, no judgment on if you get a real tree. Like I don't know if I'm like, shame on you for killing this living being thing. But there is something so depressing the week after Christmas, driving around and seeing all these just dead, rotting trees on the side of the road. You're like, dude. What makes the, me sad. What's that for? Makes me really sad. I agree. But I will say this. A real tree in your house makes your house smell great. That's why you get candles. Yeah, fair enough. Anyways, okay, so back to the thing. But the food tree wasn't, you didn't have a food tree when I first met you. No, this is the origin story of the three trees. Yeah. So that food tree was my first Christmas tree. Yeah. That I bought, like artificial Christmas tree. Copy. And then I moved into my old house Mm -hmm. that you and I lived in before buying this house. Yeah. This tree just looks, the ceilings were taller Mm -hmm. than my previous home. And I was like, it looks really small. I want a big tree. I bought a really 
big tree, the one that's in our formal, uh, that's in our like family living room. And then I was like, you know what? This front living room here, like this little, like, you know, the living room that nobody uses, Mm -hmm. the fancy one. I was like, this deserves like a cute little tree. And I just was like, you know what? I, I'm going to keep this old artificial tree, the first one. And before I just like put it up and there was really nowhere to put it. And so I put it up in the hallway on the second floor just to have, because I didn't want to waste. And now we have three Christmas trees. Yeah. It's a little overkill, but we had fun last night. Yeah. The food tree actually comes from Nashville. It does. That was our first Christmas together. Yeah. You came out to Nashville for Christmas. We got a real tree. We did get a real tree and we went to like Michael's or something. Yeah. For whatever reason, we got a bunch of ornaments that were food, like hamburgers, french fries. Yeah. It started with, we saw a taco ornament. Yeah. And we were like, oh, we have to get this. We love tacos. It's our thing. And then we saw all of the other food ornaments and just kind of decided that was it. And then we Instagrammed it, from what I remember, and the company figured out that it was like their ornaments, and then they sent us a bunch more. Yeah. Right. We have, yeah. So that's that's why we have so many ornaments. So many of, food ornaments. So, anyways, then we did the garland on the banister. Yeah. Which was nice and fun, and you did a great job with that. Thank you. Uh, Thank we you did for it helping all, me. We did it all pretty quickly. I was impressed with uh, our speed. Yeah. And our agility. And then we sat down. We watched Elf, and then we watched Christmas Story. Yeah. So we were thinking that this would be the your favorite thing Christmas episode. Yeah. Like pre-Christmas, you know, like to get you in the holiday spirit. Yeah, exactly. All right, you want to start? Let's start. All right, is it me or you? You. Okay. Bros and hoes, you're listening to Your Favorite Thing Podcast with... Wells and Sarah. Christmas edition. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, 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 pew. (laughs) Before we start, we have some news that we must talk about. We must open the show with said news. Said news. The news is this, folks. Sarah and I have now decided that contractually we will only be doing television shows that include dough. (laughs) Yes, the dough that we are talking about is money, but also (laughs) the dough is either bread dough or play dough. Tell everyone about Squished. Squished. Squished is coming out in two days, actually. So this is coming out Wednesday, so that means Friday. Yep, Okay. two days, Friday, December 10th. Mm-hmm. It is a holiday special where it's a family competition show. It's really stinking cute. It was so much fun to film, and it is on IMDb TV, which is its own app on, like, Roku and Fire Stick. Stick thing. And probably Apple TV. You know, things like that. Yeah. It's its own app, but you can also access the IMDb TV app through Amazon Prime, but it's yeah. completely free. Yep. Anybody can watch it. You don't have to have a subscription service to it. Oh, really? To get the Am- to get the IMDb app? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're like, well, I don't have Amazon Prime, yeah. you can still watch it. But I feel like everyone's got Prime. I feel like everyone has Prime If you now. got Prime, just go through Prime. Yeah. Just go through Prime. It's the IMDb TV section of Prime, and it's really fun. We have three, I want it, they're not necessarily families. We have these two really cute little boys, and they're Manny and friend, and then- Manny? Like a male nanny. Ah. Like Andy from Modern Family. Like Adam Devine, yeah. a Manny. And then... Um, it's funny because there was an actual Manny on Modern Family, but... Yeah, I feel I like we made... I feel like the writers had some jokes there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I, I think I had that. I think yeah. I said, we only have one. I only know of one Manny kind of thing. Yeah, I don't funny. know. Haley being silly yeah. and dumb. And then there's another family, a mom and her sister and her daughter and her daughter's best friend. You know, that it's, it's not necessarily like uh, traditional families, but we have really, it's like double dare mm-hmm. meets kind of like a cooking competition but with play-doh yeah, it's more like um those baking cooking shows yeah you know yeah where like they you have to make something crazy yeah like those big holiday like holiday cupcake wars yes. or something like that so we have like fun little challenges in the beginning kind of double dare-esque and then uh we have this big massive winter wonderland challenge and they make these really cute creative winter wonderlands out of play-doh in the end someone's gonna win some people are gonna get squished yeah see there's like these hydraulic yeah. levers that come down because there's th- three different three. teams yeah and then you have just like kind of any other like competition show there's judges who are judging whether like which one's the best one and then you come out and you're like announcing the winner and the three hydraulic arms start going down and all three teams are like oh no and they're also they're playing for money, right? Yeah. 5K. 5,000. Right? Yeah. So all the hydraulic arms are coming down and all three teams are freaking out. And then all of a sudden, like one stops and the other two keep on going. It squishes yeah. them down and then, you know, people cry and stuff. It's really cute. Like we got to watch it, obviously, before yeah. it aired. It's really cute. I would say perfect for the holidays and also perfect for like if you've got young kids, something to watch with them. Yeah. But you don't have to have young kids. You don't have to have young kids. I was entertained. I'm mid-30s. Yeah. Mid to late 30s. Yeah. I mean, the Play-Doh is such a nostalgic thing. Yeah. Everybody loves it. I was on set. I was thinking, I was like, oh my gosh, smell is mm-hmm. such a sense memory. It's like oh, the biggest sure. sense memory. For sure. I immediately felt like I was five years old playing yeah. with Play-Doh. It was just like the aromatics of Play-Doh smell. It's a very specific thing. And it's a lot of fun. It's really, it is perfect for the holidays too. So there's only one episode out. Right? Yes, it's a special. Okay. Yeah. But we want there to be more episodes. It would be nice if there were more episodes. Yeah, so everyone go watch it, tell your friends. Yeah. It is really cute and it's fucking free, dude. And the kid the kids are so adorable. Yeah. There's one little girl. Her who- name is Dorothy. 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 She's going to be a star, Dorothy. Truly. Yeah. She, she She's the star of it. I just host and judge, but Dorothy's the star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's so, the kids are adorable. If you like kids, if you like Play-Doh, if you like competition, check out Squished Friday, December 10th on IMDb TV. Or anytime after, after yeah. Friday, it's not just after on. After Friday, there. it's just on. But I will say this, like, so I think the IMDb TV thing is, could be potentially confusing to people. This is what I would suggest doing. Yeah. If you have Amazon, go to Amazon, Amazon Prime, go to the search thing and type in squished. Yeah. And then it'll just bring it to you. Yeah. You know? I think so. I, I yes. Or I, IMDB. Whatever. Or, or if you download the IMDB <clears throat> app. But yeah. I think that's the easiest way to go about getting this thing. And everyone should go watch it because it is really, really cute. Thank you, babe. Yeah. It's exciting. We're we're a dope couple. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. Dope. Which brings me to my next thing. All right, guys, airport anxiety, it's a real thing. Between constantly checking my pockets for my ID or forgetting the gate number, even though I just looked at my boarding pass, I'm stressed. But here's the thing. If you travel with base, your bag has the function and the fashion to keep you calm, carefree, and looking good. Sarah and I have been using base luggage 
for years, long before they even started sponsoring the show. Truly, I have a bunch of base luggage and I love it all. My absolute favorite piece, though, is the convertible Weekender bag. I have it in three colors because I literally take it everywhere. And the best part is the bottom compartment unzips completely if you get the convertible bag because sometimes I don't need that extra space. So I just take the top part. But other times, you know, like I refuse to check a bag. So that really helps me out. So you guys got to check it out. Every piece made by Bays is made to look better with miles. So you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Bays has over over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Bays has your personal items covered. And right now, Bays is offering our listeners out there 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash YFT. Go to basetravel.com slash YFT for 15% off your first purchase. That's Base B-E-I-S, travel.com slash YFT. Big announcements. Uh, I have a new show. Yes. I'm hosting a new show. It's called Best in Dough. And basically, it's a pizza cooking competition show. We've already filmed 10 episodes, which is really cool. So now we're just fingers crossed for season two, even though the show isn't coming out until next summer. (laughs) It was created, conceptualized by this guy named Daniele Uditi, who is the owner and head chef at this kind of famous pizza restaurant in L.A. called Pizzana. So if you've ever been to L.A. and you're on the west side, I was just going to Pizzana. And then he's also opening up a new one, I think in Dallas or Houston. Anyways... Super sweet guy, and effectively, it's kind of similar to your show. There's three pizza makers who will come on the show. I'm the host, and I will start the show by making them do something out of the box, something that they probably didn't think they were going to have to do, and then we judge them on that. And then afterwards, then there's a big pizza cook, and the set's really cool. There's three wood fire ovens in there plated in gold and then we have deck ovens that you'd see like you know at any like new york style pizza joint we have celebrity judges that come in and yeah it's amazing because we just eat pizza all day and it's so much fun it's got a lot of heart they announced it this past week but it won't be coming out unfortunately until the summer but i think everyone's gonna love best in dough it'll be on hulu I am so excited. Everything about this show is so exciting. The title, Best in Dough. Are you kidding me? Best in Show. So stinking clever. Yeah. And then Pizza and Wells Adams. I'm yeah. sorry. It's like they made this show for me to watch. True. It's very exciting for me. And I got to say, like, the pizzas were great. It's all walks of life come in. We have one that's like Italian grandmothers. The way that they make pizza is very different than world champion I don't even know this, but you know that there's like a whole circuit of pizza champions that they go like around the country. There's like a big thing in Vegas where they have like these big cook-offs and stuff. There's like a whole circuit that we should go to this. We should. Yeah. So we have like people from that, you know, world, the college students who, you know, make kind of poor people pizza effectively. Well, we've all, we were it's all not, there. It's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, we were, <laughs> I've been there, you know, people who are like pit masters who of course yeah. make pizza, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun and I'm really excited. And it was really, really fun to shoot. We did 10 episodes in 10 days, which seems ambitious. But what I realized after doing that show is nothing is as ambitious as Bachelor in Paradise. (laughs) (laughs) 
Because I was much more well-rested after that. <laughs> after making pizzas or eating pizzas every day. But it's funny because now I do a show called BIP and now a new one called BID. So uh, there you go. Wow. I did not connect those yeah. strings. That's amazing. That's so funny. <laughs> there you have it. Did we have any other news? You're doing a podcast. Yeah, I have a podcast coming out yeah. in January, I believe. Okay, well then, we, you do you want to come in later and and promote that? Yeah, we'll later? talk about that yeah. later. All right, but that is cool that you're doing a podcast. It's not yeah. like a podcast like this. It's like scripted. It's a scripted podcast. Yeah. So kind of like a film. Kind of like a audible book on uh, tape. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how I. Would. That's a better yeah. description. We'll talk about that later. Though. Okay. Anything else? Not to promote or anything. I even think with Squish is that people will just like love watching it. It's a lot of fun to watch. It's yeah. really cute. Holiday Christmas chair for all of those to hear. I'm really excited about this holiday episode. Yeah. Holiday kickoff episode. I think that's what we should do. Like football. Yeah. First of all, you know, we touched on the fact that we're going to the People's Choice Awards. Mm -hmm. I just got to get this out. Like I just got to like effectively like emotionally get this out. Sarah gets invited to the People's Choice Awards. Of course, you're a big star, you know? Oh, okay. Big star. <laughs> big star, kid. And and also in the email, it's like, and also Wells is invited. I could be her plus one, which is fine. And listen, I know my role, okay? I'm fine with it. But motherfuckers, guys, I'm the one that is nominated. Bachelor of Paradise is nominated. Modern Family is nominated. Why didn't I get the invite? And Sarah could be my plus one. Listen, I, this, there's going to be very few times in my life where this is going to be a thing where, like, my show is nominated, not hers. And then you still go and do that to me. All right? And it hurt my feelings. And that's it. And I don't think we're going to win because I think with the People's Choice Awards, they tell you beforehand. Uh, I can't remember. I think, I think they might. That's how they get, like, the Kardashians there. Like, they're, oh, we're going to win, so you got to go. Yeah. 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 No one told me, like, hey, well, you got to go. Because... Uh, <laughs> Because they did actually invite you. It just went, it went to the wrong person. That's fair. <laughs> more fun to complain about it. It's though. more fun to complain. Yeah. I get it. I get it. That, I let you have your rant. I wasn't going to interrupt being like, let me okay. It. Let me have it. Let me have it, guys. <laughs> Never let the truth get in the way of the bit. <clears throat> it, that's very true. Also, should I write a speech? Uh, you're a very good uh, off-the-cuff speech guy. So I think you're fine. Really? Like yeah. if I win, if I were to win a People's Choice Award, you think that I can go in there completely blind? Yeah. Wow. I have a lot of faith in you. Really? I, I believe in you. Okay. Scary. <laughs> Let's do Christmas. Let's do Christmas. Do you have a favorite Christmas song to start this with? Ooh. My favorite Christmas song, I believe, I believe is Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. I love Bing Crosby, but... Judy Garland. Judy Garland. Judy Garland's your girl. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. What happened to Judy Garland? Let your heart be light. <laughs> Next year Like, I feel like, did Hollywood just like chew her up and spit her out? Like, what happened to Judy Garland? Um, I mean, back then, Hollywood, I mean, Judy was, Judy Garland's actually not like her, um, original name, you know, like yeah. everybody, it's like Norma, Marilyn Monroe and, yeah. and all, all this stuff. They change your name. They make you, um, lose a bunch of weight. Yeah. All this stuff. Titan. 
tighten. They put you on pills to keep you up, pills to put you to sleep. Like it, it's it's not. Yeah. It was not a great. Uh, it was not a, a paradise as as sometimes it is made out to be. But um, Judy Garland. She worked until late. Late. Did you watch the Judy with Renee Zellweger? No. Is that what that's about? Yeah. It's a, it's a towards like the end of her career I and everything. It was about Judge so, Judy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because Renee Zellweger is playing Judge Judy. I think Judge Judy is the most wealthy television personality in the world. I think you're correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's so a very Renee correct Zellweger, statement. Pump the brakes. You're no Judge Judy. I don't know Judge Judy's last name. Yeah, her last name's Judy, first name Judge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, all of those stars back then, it all ended very tragic. Yeah. For all the women. Only really for women. For guys that were like, yeah, it's bad. Like, it happened to Elvis. Like Mickey Rooney. I mean, I guess I guess Elvis, yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't know. All right, so let's get off that topic. Let's start with favorite Christmas movies. Wait, you didn't say your favorite Christmas song. Do you know Father Christmas? Yes. I'm going to play it for you, I mean, nothing says Christmas like a song about a guy impersonating Santa getting be- beaten up and uh, robbed. Absolutely nothing. Have you ever heard of SantaCon? Remember when we used to say that we were the same person with different, different yeah. genitalia? Is that not true anymore? I think... <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the longer that we're together and the more we get to know each other, it's not it's not as true. It 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 is in some capacities. My favorite Christmas song compared to your favorite favorite Christmas song is very indicative of us as people and they also couldn't be farther away from each other. I mean, I like the Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas song. And I like the King's Father Christmas. But I- it is very a uh, Wells Adams and Sarah Hyland song. Yes. You know? Yes. <laughs> Yours is like Broadway, old school. Old Hollywood, Meet Me in St. Louis. Yeah. Movie musical with Judy Garland. Yeah. And then Margaret O'Brien, you know. Is that what they call it, Garland? Because of Judy Garland? I don't think so. Well, they should have. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. So those are, those are our two favorite songs. <laughs> I mean, whatever. <laughs> now you know. I also like Adam Sandler's Christmas Hanukkah song. Christmaka. No, he, he just has the Hanukkah song. The Hanukkah, sorry, the Hanukkah song. Yeah. Okay, let's get into movies. Movies. Okay. Favorite Christmas movie, go. You go. Okay. I said this last night. Yeah. What did I say? You said that Christmas story. Oh, yeah. And what was the other one? I think I said Home Alone. Home Alone. You said Home Alone and Christmas Story. And then... But you also love Christmas Vacation. I do, but I like National Lampoon's Vacation better than Christmas Vacation. Okay. Also, this is a sad thing, but I've cooled on Chevy Chase because I've heard of how much of an asshole he is. Yeah. And so then I'm like... 
you know? Yeah. National Lampoon, it, it wasn't my, it was never my favorite favorite. I love Home Alone. Home Alone is such a good call. It's so good. It is great. Oh, and the other one I said, I said Bill Murray, Scrooge. Oh, yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. You also said that you really like the like old school Christmas Carol. I do like the old school Christmas Carol. Yeah. Okay, what are your favorites? White Christmas yeah. is one of my favorite Christmas movies. Which? I love White Christmas so freaking much. I had Wells watch it with me. He and had get, never seen it. Yeah. He fell asleep. Didn't like it. Yeah, it sucks, guys. How could you? It, do- it does. It sucks. It's so good. It's for fucking 90-year-old people. Or people who appreciate. No. Classical films. Who is it? It's like Bing Crosby. Yes, and- Rosemary Clooney. Is that George's mom, grandma, great grandma? I feel like it's a part of the Clooney family. Probably. I think it is. It's gotta be. Yeah, Danny Kaye and Vera Ellen. Vera Ellen is such a magnificent dancer. Holy moly. She's so good. I love that movie so much. She got the sisters song. I love White Christmas. Okay. If any of our listeners are 85 years of age or older, (laughs) this is for you. What's another one? One of my favorite Christmas movies that is a more recent Christmas film is Four Christmases. Yeah. Vince Vaughn, Reese Witherspoon, yeah. Kristen Chenoweth, John Favreau, Sissy Spacek. It's just got everybody. It's so good. I like that one. I, I got one better for you. Hmm. The Holiday. I love The Holiday. Cameron Diaz, Kate Winslet, Jack Black, Jude Law. Yeah. It's so good. Eli Wallach, mm-hmm. who's the old man yeah, I who love she takes him. to the Oscars, or he takes her to the Oscars, I suppose. I love The Holiday so much. Hot take. Hot take. The Holiday is so much better than Love Actually. Hot take. I hate Love Actually. I do too. I think it's a trash movie, and everyone in it is a trash person. Except for the little boy. Yeah, but like Alan Rickman. He's trash. Rest in peace. But your character is trash. You know, it's funny. Alan Rickman, I'm not sure if he ever played a character that I liked. Hate him as Snape. Hate him as the um, the, the sheriff of Nottingham in, mm. in Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. Hate him as the bad guy in Die Hard. Yeah. You know? Hate him in that. Alan Rickman's a good bad guy. He's a great bad guy. He's a great bad guy. It's a good thing that you hate him. Yeah, means he's then, doing his then, job. I know. I know you're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. I think I hate Andrew Lincoln more than Alan Rickman in that film. Is he the guy from Walking Dead? Yes. I agree. He's the guy that goes to the door yes. with the signs and it's like, "Hey, I want to fuck my best friend's wife." wife. It's horrible. And she's totally fine with she it. She goes. She kisses him. I know. It's and it's uh, Kira Knightley. I know. I remember seeing videos of that section where he's like holding like the cards and yeah. stuff like that before I actually saw the film. It took me a while to watch the film for some reason, and so I remember seeing a video of it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so romantic. You know what? I really need to watch this film. I had no idea the story behind the cards that he no. can't tell her. Because his best friend is in the house and could be listening. It's so disgusting. Yeah, it's he's, tr- it's everyone in that movie's trash. Trash. And except Emma t- except for the guy and the Portuguese lady. Oh yeah, They're that's okay. Colin Firth, right? Yeah, it's Colin. It's Firth. Colin Firth, yes. Colin Firth. And then also 
I, t- I tell you who I do, did like is the guy that like wants to go to America to sleep with a bunch of chicks. Because yeah, that's, that's funny. funny. It, did, it is He's funny. the only one who's honest. With Hugh, every- Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant's great. Yeah, yeah. He's the, the, prime, the minister. prime minister. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There are some storylines. It's just the Alan Rickman yeah. and Andrew Lincoln storyline. I hate with such a vehement passion that yeah. it ruins all the other storylines for me. Yeah. Hot take. Sorry, guys. We talked about this last year, but the family stone. And that's still one <laughs> me and Brandy's favorites. You talked about that with Ingrid Michaelson and on the Ingrid show. Ingrid Michaelson agreed with She us. was obsessed with it. I know. So what does it say about you? You're the odd man out here. It says that I'm watching this as an adult. Mm-mm. And it is just so fucked up on a brotherly level. It's so weird. Even a sisterly level. Yeah. It's weird. It's not so much a Christmas if movie If you to read me. that script... If you read that script, would you have done that movie? Like, would you? Hell yeah. Oh, okay. But like, not knowing who else is going to be in it, because all of a sudden you hear Diane Keaton's in it, and then you hear, you know, Sarah Jessica Parker is in. It. Like, the cast is amazing. It's a great story. It's just weird. I'm not. I'm not saying I don't like it. Okay. I love the Family Stone. I would watch it right now. All right. Here's the thing. Why I have tears. Yeah. This film was presented to me uh-huh. by said. Exhibit A, Wells Adams, okay. as his favorite Christmas movie. It is. And one of them. That it's so amazing and it reminds him of his family. It does. <laughs> and I had no idea what the premise was. Mm-hmm. I just I I just knew that like Diane Keaton was it was obvious that she was sick and everything like that. And so I was like, oh, there's gonna be like a really heartwarming story of like families coming together and she ends up having to accept the new fiance kind of thing. Weird. I totally saw it. But it was prefaced as like, this is me and my family and this is my favorite Christmas movie. And I watched it thinking it was, it is heartwarming in the end. But then I see that the brothers swap wives. I'm like, who am I going to be passed on to? <laughs> who do you want? You want Brett or Corey? <laughs> it's so weird. I admit that that part is weird. Upon further inspection, that is a weird part of the movie, but is it Rachel McAdams? Yes, I love yes. her character. So she reminds me of my sister Marisa, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And then the older sister, who's like pregnant the entire time, mm-hmm. reminds me of my oldest sister, Whitney. Mm-hmm. And then I remind myself of Luke. Yeah. And then, you know, my brother reminds me of the other guy. Yeah. Dermot Mul- Mulroney. Yeah. Diane Keaton reminds me kind of of my mom, who's like very, very judgmental about everything. <laughs> You know? So who am I in this situation? You're Claire Danes. Oh. You're Claire Danes. I just like and I guess fall I, off a bus into your arms. You're Claire Danes and I'm uh, oh, Dermot. No, I don't. I'm Dermot Mulroney, I suppose. Yeah. 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 Anyways. Family Stone. Great film. Weird, but great. Yeah. <laughs> so going back to my originals, though, Scrooge is fantastic. It's obviously the age-old story of Ebenezer Scrooge, but it's modernized with Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. And so he's hilarious. I mean, how are we feeling about like the the Christmas Chronicles? Is that the one with Goldie Hawn's husband? Yes. <laughs> well, Goldie Hawn's in it too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. I'm like Goldie Hawn's husband. I liked it. I thought it was cute. I love that like Goldie and Kurt are doing it together. Um, yeah, it's a cute story. It's not one of my favorites, but I love it. Okay. I really um one thing there were there were two films that aired on on television I believe like ABC or something like that when I was a kid and I would be 
livid at my mom if I if I missed it. It was, you know, the original Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, mm-hmm. the original Frosty the Snowman. I really loved those claymation films for kids as as a kid. And it whenever I see them, I, I get very, very nostalgic. I love those. Do they still air those? I'm sure. Like, you know, like the Charlie Brown Christmas yeah. with the little, little tree and stuff. You know what movie I really loved? Hmm. Bad Santa. Oh. That's a great movie. It's got it Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. John Ritter, R.I.P. Lauren Graham from mm-hmm. um, Gilmore Girls. Gilmore. Bernie Mac, another R.I.P. Did he pass away? Oh, my gosh. Did he I pass think... away? Yeah, 2008. Died. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's a great movie. Yeah. It's very irreverent, though, so. Yeah. One of my favorite films as a kid, and I think still think to this day, is um, The Santa Claus with Tim Allen when he becomes Santa Claus. I loved that movie, The Santa Claus. I had such a crush on the elf mm-hmm. in that film. He's also in 10 Things I Hate About You. He's in uh, he's in a bunch of stuff still, but um, I had a massive, massive crush on him. I liked that one. You know what I've never seen? I've never seen Krampus. I haven't either. We need to watch that because that's like a horror movie yeah, Christmas, it's like a, right? Like, yeah, like a horror Christmas thing. Yeah. I haven't seen that. I will say this, though, of like all the animation ones, The Grinch is my favorite. I love The Grinch. I even like the Jim Carrey version. I love the Jim Carrey version. Did you know that he didn't have facial prosthetics on that movie? That he did that to his face? Like, he can just do that. Yeah, that's the face that he makes. That's insane. Yeah, though. but he was in the chair in hair and makeup for... Yeah, had to make him green and hours. stuff. Hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they had prosthetics on his face. I don't know. They did. Okay. He had prosthetics, but he can just, like, contort his face into the stuff and everything. Fun fact about the Grinch... Mm-hmm. I was filming Annie at the same time that they were filming The Grinch on the same lot, on the Universal lot. And it was possibly the most Hollywood thing you could ever think, like in the coolest way. You know, you have a bunch of people on their lunch break dressed up as if it's the 1930s Great Depression, just like the wardrobe, everyone's dirty. It's just like super, super cool. And then you have a bunch of Who's from Whoville mm-hmm. walking around in like the most like crazy Christmassy Dr. Seuss type of way and like interacting with each other on the lot. It was a really, really cool experience. And that was in, that was in 1999, folks. Damn. Yeah, that was a lot. Of fun. I remember being like, oh my gosh, those costumes are so cool. And like their noses look so awesome. And I was like, I just look like I'm really dirty. <laughs> <laughs> they got great makeup. <laughs> I was also, I was, I was like eight or nine. So, but I love the Grinch. Yeah. We watched the new Annie. Annie is a Christmas film. It ends on Christmas. I was in the 1999 version with. Victor Garber and Kathy Bates and all of them. It was so much fun. One of the, my favorite things I've ever done. Um, yeah. But we watched Annie live on NBC mm-hmm. starring Harry Connick Jr., Nicole Scherzinger. Nicole Scherzinger. It should have been called Grace Live in my opinion. Mm. <laughs> I think she stole the show. And obviously I'm a bit biased. Nicole and I did Dirty Dancing together. But she was so magnificent. She was 
perfection. Utter perfection. One of my favorite things this week, Nicole Scherzinger as Grace in Annie Live. How did Harry Connick Jr. do as Daddy Warbucks? He was great. I'm not buying it from you. No. No. I thought he was great. He had like, it wasn't the Daddy Warbucks that I'm used to seeing. It was like a different take on it. You know, it was like jazz. It's what Harry Connick Jr. is. He's a jazz. He's a crooner crooner, and stuff. So it was like, I've never seen Daddy Warbucks as a crooner crooner. Yeah. So it was different. But that's why I say it was great because it was Harry Connick Jr.'s spin on it, I think. I love Harry Connick Jr. But Nicole Scherzinger, stand out in that production. And the little girl who played Annie was adorable. Speaking of Harry Connick Jr., my favorite movie that he is in is called Memphis Bell. It's a great wartime movie about, I think, a B-52 bomber that basically uh, saves the day. And he's great in it. He's a tail gunner. And I love Harry Connick Jr. I do love Harry Connick Jr. Great actor, great singer from New Orleans. Those are all three things that I like. Yeah, I was in a parade with Harry Connick Jr. (laughs) I just thought that was just like a non sequitur. You just, I was in a parade. I was in a parade. Okay, cool. <laughs> we did a Mardi Gras parade together. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Did you, th- did you show your boobs? No. Did you throw beats at people who showed their boobs to you? Yes. Cool. I did. <laughs> people get crazy during Mardi Gras. They're like tossing their babies up to you. You're like, stop putting your baby up in the air. I don't yeah. want to hit your baby with beats. Just want some titties. <laughs> I don't need babies. I love babies. I'm just, I'm, I'm terrified for this baby's life. It's yeah. endangered right I, now. I'm not in a time in my life where I need a baby, but I'm in a time in my life where I need some titties. <laughs> I, I was, I was in my early 20s. So yeah. yeah, I was like 21, 22. Well, I've ever told you a story that I was the page the king of Mardi Gras, Lafayette, Louisiana. Yes, I've seen the picture. Yeah, and I was in tights and lipstick and a crazy hat. And I was 13, 14. Yeah. And I remember telling my mom, I was like, I saw... 48 boobs today. You counted them? Yeah. 48 as in uh, 48 total or 48 individual boobs? <laughs> so I saw 24 women show me tits and then I multiplied it because as a child, that's what you do. You're like, every boob counts. Every boob counts. <laughs> Even to this day, every boob counts. You know? That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so what we were talking about last night, we were watching Elf, which is one of the best Christmas movies. Of course. You said something so interesting, and it got us into this weird conversation about how we don't have enough fantasy based in reality. Yeah, so... And it actually works. What's great about Elf is it's so outrageous, but you as a viewer buy in in the beginning. Yeah. You know? You as a viewer are like, okay, this is the world we live in. Elves are real. Mm -hmm. Santa's real. Magic and all that kind of stuff is real, and I can go along in, on this adventure with you. And I feel like we just don't do that enough with movies these days. Yeah. Or ever, where it's like completely fantastical, but then also set in reality. I think the reason why it works so well is because it reminds you of actually being a child where you believe in all of that yeah. and in reality. Yeah. We are talking about it in another film that is like that, where straight off the bat, you're just like, yep, that this is real yeah. is enchanted it starts off as a cartoon you know yeah 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 and then uh susan sarandon is the bad guy she's the stepmother yeah. to james marsden and she sends amy adams into the real world into new york city 
Yeah, and so we it, just take that for what it is. Yeah, Enchanted works. They kind of do it in The NeverEnding Story. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't... He's just reading the story. Same thing with Princess Bride. Same thing with Princess Bride. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where they don't come into the world. Yeah. And it would be cool if there were more stories like that. It would be nice. I, the, just the ridiculous, ridiculous reality. Yeah. Surely there's more, but like... Can you guys think of more yeah. ridiculous fantasy tropes set in reality? I can think of one. Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit. Yes. I freaking love that movie. And that is exactly... Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a great example. But I feel like we should do more of that because what makes Elf so great, you can get away with so much yeah. because the viewer signs a contract in the beginning of, okay, yeah, we live in this world. Great. Yeah. Another film that we watched recently that's really great has nothing to do with Christmas, but this is the end. Yeah. That's another one. But that's just an apocalyptic story, which we, that's that not. That doesn't count? I don't think so. Harry Potter kind of does it, but there's not a whole lot of scenes with muggles. Yeah. So like we talked about it last night, the scene where, where Ron and Harry f did take the, the flying car, car. Chamber of Secrets. That's where you're like, okay. Yeah. Because most of the movie is completely fantasy. You live in this different world, in this different school, in this different universe, basically. Yeah. In the books, it is way more ridiculous yes. in reality than it than it is in the films. Yeah. You know? I would like to know if you guys can think of any ridiculous reality contracts in films that yeah. we sign at the very beginning and just say, like, okay, this is it. This is what it is. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that we're missing. Everything yeah. Santa, we sign that contract of like, yes, they... they if, if you say everything Santa, it has to go to everything zombies. Everything vampires, you know? I feel like ridiculous in reality contracts that we sign are mostly for horror yeah. and Christmas. Like holiday films, you know, yeah. like Halloween, Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we have a normal one? Roger Rabbit's the only normal one. That's yeah, Roger a, Rabbit's a normal that's, one. That's about a murder, right? I don't even remember. But. Yeah, who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. Uh. Yeah, what What are normal ones? <laughs> we, need more, we need more normal ones. Enchanted's a normal one. Yeah. But it's also like Disney princess stuff. Yeah, that's just, that's just a cartoon come to life for me. Yeah. Yeah, like the live action Beauty and the Beast. You just got this like wildebeest on a wolf. Disney's Disney. Anything Disney, you sign a ridiculous reality contract. All right. Stupid questions about movies. Here we go. Is The Nightmare Before Christmas a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? Both. Okay. So you can watch it both? Both times? Yes. What if you only get to watch it once? When do you do it? Christmas. Okay. Die Hard. Who cares? Right? Ugh. This is back to my whole like, every guy's favorite movie is Fight Club. It's yeah. like, every guy's favorite Christmas movie is Die Hard. Yeah. I don't think it's a Christmas movie. It's an action film. Yeah, I agree with you. It's also, it's the same thing as It like, takes place on Christmas. It's the same thing as me saying, I think hot dogs are sandwiches because I know it gets a rise out of you. Yeah. So I do it. <laughs> it's the same thing of being like, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. No, it's not. It's a fucking action movie that takes place during that time. Exactly. Which does not make it a Christmas movie. It doesn't. Yeah. Ooh, I like these questions. I don't know. That's kind of all I got. Oh, that's it? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Is there another one? Is there another controversial- Christmas thing? Holiday thing? Polar Express, complete garbage. Complete garbage. Yeah. Sorry, Tom Hanks. It's yeah. like the one thing that Tom Hanks has done that I'm like, no, thank you. I don't like Polar Express. I'm not about it. Jingle Jangle on Netflix. We watched it last year. Really, really good. Do you remember that one? 
It's with Force Whitaker and Keegan Michael Key, where they like make like the robot toy thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like the musical. Yeah, I like that one. I loved Jingle Jangle. That was a really, really good one. Do you consider Harry Potter movies Christmas movies? I, I was. I think that's a probably like a controversial one. Isn't there one that is very. Christmassy. Yeah, like where Ron and Harry both stay at Hogwarts for Christmas. I'm pretty sure. No, there is because Ron's parents go visit his brother who's in, in Egypt. Yeah, with the dragons. Charlie. Yeah. Um, I think it's Sorcerer's Stone. I believe it's Sorcerer's Stone where Harry and Ron stay back and, and they get the sweaters, the ugly Christmas sweaters yeah. that Molly has knit for them. So I think that one is. Sorcerer's Stone's a Christmas movie and not the other ones. Yes. Which miracle on 34th Street do you like better? The one with Natalie Wood or Mara Wilson? Dude, I don't know if I know either of them. What? I mean, I know the little girl with the lisp. That, uh-huh. with the, that, is that Mara from Wilson? From Mrs. Doubtfire? Yes. Yeah, that's Mara Wilson. Okay, that, that one. That, that was one. the one from the 90s with um, um, Dylan McDermott. Yeah, okay, that one. Because guess what? I'm not 95 years old and I remember <laughs> the old one. I don't even know if I've ever seen the old one. You know? Really? Oh, know. it's a classic. It's with Natalie Wood. Natalie Wood from West Side Story. She was a child actor. She was amazing. James Wood's grandma? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Natalie Wood has the whole, it's that whole, is it an accidental death? Was it a murder on the boat with Christopher Walken and Robert Redford and every, everyone? Yeah, I Who don't. killed Natalie Wood? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a real life thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a real life thing. Oh, yeah. We should talk about that one day. I think Christopher Walken knows something. Wow. Wow. She fell off the boat, and now she's dead. Natalie Wood is a goddamn national treasure. Do you want to just really quickly explain what that story is? Because it's kind of interesting. It's crazy. Okay, so Wood died under mysterious circumstances at the age of 43 during the making of Brian Storm while on a weekend boat trip to Santa Catalina Island on board her husband's 58 motor yacht Splendor. Outside of the drowning, many of the circumstances are unknown. It was never determined how she entered the water. Woods was with her husband, Robert Wagner. Wagner, uh, not Redford, sorry. Yeah, co-star Christopher Walken and Splendor's captain, Dennis Davern. On the evening of November 28th, authorities recovered her body at 8 a.m. the next day, a mile away from the boat, with a small inflatable dinghy beach nearby. Wagner said that she was not with them when he went to bed. The autopsy report revealed that she had bruises on her body and arms, as mm-hmm. well as an abrasion on her left cheek, but no indication on how those injuries occurred. It's very shady. Yeah. I think Christopher Walken knows what happened. Wow. Everybody thinks that Robert killed her. And Christopher Walken saw it. Like he knew. Or he knew. Like he knew. Like he knew something. You know, they've done a bunch of like documentaries on it and everything like that. Like the bruises and like if you just fall off a boat, you're not going to get that many bruises on your body. You know? Yeah. You may get a cut on your cheek, but like that many, like all the stuff. And then if she fell in the water... People say that she was like, you know, like drunk fell in the water so no one heard her scream kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. it's just like a, it's just an interesting, interesting thing. Very, very tragic. I so here's am a big what, fan of hers. This is what the internet says. Alleged that Wood had been flirting with Walken mm-hmm. and Wagner was jealous and enraged and that Wagner had prevented Davern from turning on the searchlights notifying authorities after Wood's disappearance. Davern alleged that Wagner was responsible for her death. 
Yeah. Whoa. And Walken like won't talk about it. Yeah. Or he like sticks to whatever story he's stuck to all this time. Yeah. And that was a very long time ago. Yeah. It's like come clean, Christopher. Uh, do you think we're ever going to find out? I don't know. That makes me sad if we don't. I'm a big Natalie Wood fan. You know what movie I've never seen? It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, never seen It's a Wonderful Life. You know why? Because you're not 95 years it's true. old. Can we can we update it with like Zoe Deschanel and? No, you please please do not make remake It's a Wonderful Life. It's perfect the way it is. It's magnificent. Can we do one that's like it's an okay life? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know the whole line like, look, Daddy. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Yeah. That's from It's a Wonderful Life. I don't even know what that is. What? Do people are people watching these movies? Yes. I don't think they are. I grew up watching It's a Wonderful Life. You come every from a theater year. background, though. Like that's what people. That's what theater nerds do. I feel like. Uh, well, I I guess so. But you know, I always attributed um, <laughs> watching what. Nothing. I'm just laughing at you. I always attributed watching old films because of my dad's age. Yeah. Because I have my dad's 13 years older than my mom. He was always like everyone always thought he was my grandpa before he was my dad. Mm-hmm. And my dad's a year or two younger than your mom. So like I'm kind of shocked that your dad, who's 80 years old, didn't watch these films with you guys or your mom. You yeah. know. I don't know. I mean, maybe we should watch it this year. Here's the thing. I mean, we're going to watch it this year, and I'm, I'm going to be like, yeah, it's a trash movie. I know I'm going to do it. But it's such a good story. Is it, though? It is. It really is. Oh. Right. Do you want to know the premise of It's a Wonderful Life? Yeah, I guess. There's this guy, his family, works at a bank. A bunch of stuff happens. Essentially, all the money in the bank is gone. Everyone wants their money. It's, it's like a whole thing. And he is like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And he goes to jump off a bridge. Oh, nothing says Christmas like a suicide story. And when he goes to jump off said bridge, mm-hmm. he notices someone in like an old man in the water that's fallen in is like calling for help. Yeah. So he jumps and saves him. And it turns out that the guy that he saved is his angel. Hmm. Kind of angel. Angel in training, really. Yeah. Doesn't have his wings yet. And intern angel. And he is just like, everyone's lives would be better off if I was never born. My brother wouldn't be deaf or whatever it is. You know, like there's like a bunch of stuff. He shows him what his life would be like, what everyone's life would be like if he wasn't born. Yeah. If he didn't exist. And, And then we realize that he, in fact, did enrich a lot of people's lives, and that makes him so he doesn't kill himself. It's a wonderful life. It's great. He has a wonderful life. Okay, so I just found a website that's got the 54 best Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to go through them real sure. quick? Just real quick. That's how we can end it? Yeah. 56. Remember the Night. Never heard of it. Yeah. Old people movie. Is that with Cary Grant? Probably. I don't know. I think I know. No, remember. Barbara St- Straywick and Fred McMurray. Oh, well, Fred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that one. Okay, because you're fucking 70 years old. <laughs> 55, a, Chris, a Christmas Prince. I don't know what that is. Okay, no. 54, Scrooge, the 1951 edition. Ooh. 53, The Bishop's Wife. Older? Old people movie. Uh, 52, Ernest Saves Christmas. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 51, I love the fact that this is fucking so high up there. Love Actually gets 51. I'm right about it. Yeah. Movie's trash. You know what's beating out Love Actually? A very Harold and Kumar Christmas. Oh my gosh, I auditioned for that. <laughs> and you didn't get it? I did not get Man. that. 
<laughs> 49, it happened on Fifth Avenue. Oh, that's a good one. Old people. Yeah. 48, last holiday, Queen Lativa. Oh, uh, that one was cute. I liked that one. 47, it's Prancer. Like the deer? I reindeer? Guess. Uh, 46, Holiday Affair. Oh, that's a good one. Old people. <laughs> 45, Santa Claus the Movie, 1985 edition. Oh, that's still the one with Tim Allen though, right? No. No? No. 44, The Night Before. That's with Seth Rogen, Joseph Gordon. Oh, I love that movie. That's a pretty good one. 43, The Polar Express. Nope. 42, Disney's A Christmas Carol. I love that one. I actually really, really love that one. Jim Carrey is, I guess, Oh, no, not that one. I'm thinking of Mickey's, like, Christmas Carol. I like that one. Jim Carrey. 41, Mixed Nuts with Steve Martin. I don't know if I know that one. I don't think I know that one either. 40, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Good. Classic. 39, Office Christmas Party. I want to watch that one. I still haven't I watched it. Jason Bateman. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston. Is Paul in that? Paul I Rudd? I don't know. No, Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. 38, A Christmas Carol. Which one? 1938. That's a good one. 37, Jingle Jangle. We talked about that. Great. 36, Black Christmas. I don't know that one. That's a that's a slasher film. Oh. Oh, I've seen that. That was good. It's with um, Imogen Poots, I think. I don't know. 35, The Muppets Christmas Carol. 34, Classic. Babes in Toyland. Oh, oh, my God. I love Babes in Toyland. Jared has had an orgasm. 33, The <laughs> Family Man. Oh, is that with Nick Cage? Yeah, and I auditioned for that when I was a kid, really? too. Yeah. 32, <laughs> Tokyo Godfathers. Oh, that I've is never heard that. animation. 31, Miracle on 34th Street, the Which 1994 one? edition. Mara Wilson. With it's the a guy, great one. With the guy from um, Jurassic Park. Dylan McDermott? Oh, yeah. Richard Attenborough. Yeah, Richard Attenborough. He plays Santa in it. Yeah. He's so good. 30 is Joy Noel, 2006. Oh, I think I know that it's one. Spelled, but Joy is spelled like J-O-Y-E-U-X, like yeah. French. Number 29, Meet Me in St. Louis, old people. I love it. That is the, where Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas originated. Yeah. It was in that film. 28, Jingle All the Way. I love Jingle All the Way. Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. right? That's a great bet. That's a great one. 27, The Shop Around the Corner. I don't know that one. It's old people. 26, A Christmas Tale. I don't know that one. 2008. I don't uh, think I do. We either. should watch that one. Tw- yeah. 25, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Great. 24, Almost Christmas. It's like Danny Glover and... Oh, oh, I've seen that one. I like that. No, you don't. 23, Christmas in Connecticut, 1945, old people movie. Yeah. 22, Arthur Christmas. That is like Pixar looks like. Oh, I don't... Yeah. 21, Dr. Seuss, How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey. So good. 20, The Christmas Chronicles. 19, Claws. I've never seen that one. I don't think I have either. That is Netflix. 18, Christmas with the Cranks. I don't know. Yeah, it's with Tim Allen. 17, The Best Man Holiday. Ooh. That's got like Tay Diggs, Regina Hall. I love Tay Diggs and Regina Hall. 16, Four Christmases. Love so that movie. Let's see if let's see. So we're now at sixteen. Let's see if we had mentioned every single one of these. Yeah, let's see. Okay, fifteen. Die Hard. <laughs> Whatever. Fourteen. Scrooged. Got uh-huh. it. Thirteen. Don't have this one. The Man Who Invented Christmas. The story behind how Charles Dickens wrote Christmas Carol. Is a, it a cartoon? No, it's and it's got like Dan Stevens from Downton Abbey. Oh, I want to watch this. I do one. too. So I'm gonna watch that one. Number 12, Bad Santa, got it. Number 11, Home Alone, got it. Number 10, The Santa Claus, got it. Mm-hmm. Number 9, The Santa Claus 2, I mean, whatever. Number 8, The Holiday. 
Number seven, the animated Dr. Seuss Grinch. Number six, Home Alone, got it. Number five, Miracle on 34th Street, 1947. You said that mm -hmm. one. Number four, Elf, we said that one. Number three, A Charlie Brown Christmas, you said mm -hmm. that one. Number two, A Christmas Story, we said that one. And number one, It's a Wonderful Life. Oh! There you go, guys. And there you have it. All right, I think we went through everything. I think we did, except for one film. Okay. Shout out to my first crush, JTT, in I'll Be Home for Christmas. Oh, nice. Do you De guys remember that one? Definitely thought you were going to talk about The Princess Switch with Vanessa Hudgens because... That is a good Christmas movie, too. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll Be Home for Christmas. Do you remember that with JTT? Yeah, I think so. It was good. I liked it. Underrated actor, that JTT. Underrated. Wait, Justin, what is it Justin Timberlake? No, Jonathan Taylor Jonathan Thomas. Jonathan Thomas. Yeah. Home Improvement? Yeah. Tim Allen really... He cornered he the cornered Christmas film. the films. market. Uh, Tim, who do you think cornered Christmas more? Tim Allen or Jim Carrey? Tim Allen. Really? I do. Interesting, they're both good stand-ups. Yeah. Very, very true. All right, we're done. Okay. What do you want to go out on? I don't know. We'll go out with how we started. Maybe not Book of Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe not that. <laughs> um... What, did, what song did you want? You guys, Wells and I today, if you listen to this in the morning, we are hosting a holiday variety show for Petco on Facebook. It's a live show. Oh, yeah. So tune in to that. It should be a lot of fun. We might have some surprises, and we're going to try and get some pets adopted. Yeah, it'll be a Facebook Live. It'll be kind of like a... A take on those old... Variety yeah. shows. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah, it's more of like a variety show thing. Yeah. Facebook Live. Come hang out with us. Yeah. Go to our socials to uh, get the links and everything. Yeah. All right. Well, I feel like, I mean, I learned a couple things today. Yeah. I learned that we are apparently not as alike as we once said we were, and that kind of hurts my soul a little bit. That hurts your soul. I think it's great. You do? We learn things from each other. What have you learned we from me recently? Well, we talk about like even just talking about favorite Christmas films mm -hmm. we're able to share mm -hmm. different types of films yeah learning and growing yeah. together mm -hmm. if we were exactly the same everything would be boring that's true you know it'd be like sleeping with myself which I maybe do maybe you would love that which I do <laughs> which I, when you leave town I do that sometimes <laughs> that's a jerk off joke yeah! <laughs> Alright, well thanks for filling in for Brandy today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I'm excited. I I love the holidays. It's I, very, very exciting. I mean, I, I named off 56 movies. Yeah. And you said, oh, I love that one. Every single one. Not every single one. Pretty much every single Pretty one. Pretty much, though. Yeah. Alright, YFTers, well, we love you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Uh -huh. Hope you watch some of the films that we talked about. Yeah. If you haven't yet. Yeah. Send us your favorites. Yeah. And please let us know more about ridiculous reality films. Yeah, we need more of those. Yeah. Or send us scripts, because I think we need to make more of those. <laughs> you know? All right, bye, guys. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.